0: One of the reasons I love recording this podcast is because I get to share from my heart. I also get to share some of the things that I have been learning in my life along my journey. And as we are rounding the corner, the end of 2020, it is in sight. I can see it. I can feel it. I am so excited. I've been wanting to share some of the things that I have been learning And I want to know what you've been learning as well. Now, I've never been one to want to engage in any kind of conflict. I have avoided it like the plague. I guess I probably shouldn't say that anymore considering coronavirus, but I've avoided it for a good part of my life. I'm a one on the Enneagram, which means that I like to do things right. I like to get things right. I'm also a nine wing Means I'm a peacemaker. So between those two things, even though I do have this righteous type of attitude, I don't really like conflict. So I don't like getting in arguments. I don't like debating people on things. And I definitely don't like when people don't like me or don't approve of me. For some reason, though, growing up, I internalized anger as being bad, being wrong, and I should avoid anger. Now I don't really know why. It's not something that I've ever really tried to figure out, but it's just something that kind of felt like it was right. But I'm not really sure that it is right, and I've been exploring it. And this year, anger is the prevailing emotion that seems to fit how I have been experiencing 2020, how I have been feeling about 2020, and it's not a bad anger. It's not like I'm angry at the world or I'm angry at circumstances, but I've really started to understand the emotion of anger, and it's something that I am currently trying to unpack and to learn about for myself so that I can actively really impact people in a new way. And I think anger is the key to unlock that for me. Uh, I wonder how you feel about anger. Now, at the beginning of the year, we experienced something, well, I should say, I experienced something that I have never really understood. It made me take a step back and pause how I thought about the world, how I thought about myself, how I thought about people in my life, especially my BIPOC friends, my friends that are people of color, that are African-American, African-Canadian. And I really had to take a look at my own inner work and realize that I had some biases and that I had a lot of work to do. And it was really starting with the death of Ahmaud Arbery, which was so shocking and so horrific that it's even hard to think about now. Now in my house, when we were going through that, it was like a hotbed of discussion and we didn't know how to process it at the time and it was almost like one thing led to another. It was Ahmaud Arbery, it was then George Floyd, which really escalated things, and then Breonna Taylor and it just went on and on. Now, I've talked about this before. My dad is a former police officer. And so going through these, really this trial, going through these circumstances was really difficult because we had to have some really honest conversations and they didn't always go well. That's when I started realizing how angry I really am and how the emotion of anger not processed in my body was affecting me. And I want to talk a little bit about our emotions today, but I also want to talk about how we process things and how we are living in our body, in our soul, and in our mind. But before I get to that, one of the buzzwords for this year has been reset. And for me personally, I have felt like it could not be a more accurate term to describe what is going on in the world, what has gone on racially, what has gone on with just really unlearning and learning about how we need to approach life, how we need to approach each other, how we need to approach the work of anti-racism, how we need to approach so many things. But it's also been a really, really personal word for me resetting. And as I go through the next three weeks, as we finish out the year with the podcast, I want to talk about some of the things that have been really, really instrumental at changing me this year. In this episode, I want to talk about resetting body, soul, and spirit. So my friends, if you feel as though you're in this place of reset too, and you are ready to really dive deep and unpack some things in your life, I really want you to stay tuned for this episode. Let's reset our body, soul, and spirit. You're listening to The Courage Cast, a show to equip and empower women to live bravely. Each week we'll share coaching conversations and stories of women who are willing to face their fear and pursue their purpose. Here's your host, life coach, author, and your secret weapon. Hey friend, welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp. I am your host. Man, I'm glad 2020 is coming to an end. Uh, honestly, it's been a wild year and I I almost can't even process the amount of things that we have gone through, but I'm going to try. If it's your first time being with me, I'm so glad that you're here. It's so funny. Just the other day, I got this email from one of the podcast companies and It was telling me that we were charting number 28 in New Zealand. And I was like, what? How crazy is that? So I want to shout out to all of my Kiwi listeners, Kiwi friends. I've got some amazing friends down in New Zealand, people that are both from New Zealand and also that just live there. I had an opportunity to go visit New Zealand back in 2014, and I absolutely love the country. In fact, I can't wait until we can travel again, until we can go and do things in the world and explore. And um, I'm going to go see the world when all of this craziness is over. And speaking of craziness being over 2020, can we just be done? Can we just be done? But friends, I want to talk about some of the things that I've been learning And just share, you know, from my personal experience, I hope that it will help you. I hope that it will be kind of a guide for you and encourage you along your own journey. Many, many of you have probably gone through very similar things and are trying to unpack this year and how it's affected you, body, soul, and also spirit. And I'm going to talk about all three of those things and how I've had to really work through those issues in my life. And at the beginning of the podcast, I talked about anger and unprocessed anger in my life. And for those of you who don't know, I've just more recently discovered that I'm an empath. Now for a lot of years that would have seemed like a scary word to me because I was like well I don't even know what that means. What's an empath? It seems a little woo woo and new agey. But what I realized was that it it kind of crosses over a lot of things that I have felt in my life even in Christianity which is I am really intuitive. I feel like I have always been discerning, discerning the spirit Um, hearing what God has to say. And that kind of also crosses over to really being able to experience other people's emotions, what they're going through. And for me, it's a kind of a little bit of a learning curve in that area. But I have realized over the past year how I experience life through experiencing emotions, whether they are mine or whether they are other people's. So it's kind of a, an interesting way to look at life. But what I realized just even over the past few years, not just over 2020, but the past few years is how we process emotions really affect our physical bodies. And when we started the year, when it was March, I was going skating, um, every Friday ice skating I love to skate I went to the arena they had free skating every Friday for an hour and I would skate around and I would play music and there were not that many people there so a lot of time I had the ice to myself and it was amazing but as soon as COVID started everything shut down here in Ontario everything shut down really over really across the world And I didn't go skating anymore. It was still pretty cold. It was still really in the, you know, full swing of winter here. And I just hunkered down. I just watched Netflix. I gave myself a lot of excuses of, you know, why I should just kind of be and just be in the moment. And I've never experienced anything like this before. And we don't have a roadmap. And I just kept listening to what people were saying about, you know, like, go easy on yourself and it's okay. And, um, I internalized that for me to not do anything. That's how that came across to me. And I don't know how that comes across to you, but I packed on the weight and I didn't realize it at first. Uh, you know, one bowl of ice cream turned into like a bowl of ice cream a night and not just a bowl of ice cream, but a bowl of ice cream with like chocolate sauce and caramel and bananas and the whole thing. And over the spring, I, I slowly started to gain weight. I was wearing like comfy clothes all the time. And, you know, we were all doing the same thing. Nobody was going out. No one was seeing each other and we didn't have anything to do. And it was really, really one of those times where it was like, you know what, I'm just going to eat and I'm just going to do this. Well, come summer, I started to realize that probably wasn't a great thing to do. And, you know, I was like, well, I've done it now. And I didn't really make any adjustments or any changes because I just was going through the summer. So thankfully, you know, we don't wear as much as many clothes in the summertime. And so I just wore all of my really large summer clothes, dresses, shorts, and just kind of went with it. But around the fall, things started to drastically change for me. And a few weeks ago, back in October, actually, is when I experienced something that really, really kind of put things in perspective for me. And that was landing in the ER. And I talked about that in a previous episode. And it really shocked me because I have been a relatively healthy person my whole life. I didn't think that anything was wrong with me. I go see a natural health practitioner and we've been working on some things. But when I got to the ER and I was listening to the doctor at the end of the evening, as I had been there sitting there in the room for hours, tell me a list of things that were going on in my body that I didn't know. I was so Shocked Because here I was thinking I'm completely healthy and realizing that I am not. Now, there are things I'm still working out. Hopefully we'll avoid surgeries in the future. But what it did was it put some things into perspective for me. And as I had some conversation with some friends later on, also my natural health practitioner, I started to realize that this just wasn't about ice cream. It wasn't about gaining weight. It wasn't about... Um, my body experiencing things. It was about the fact that I really did need a reset. I really did need to shift things in my body. And my body was trying to tell me. And it was trying to tell me that there were unprocessed emotions, both for myself and for others. Things that I had unknowingly taken on and had just not processed through. And this year has been really difficult because it has been this up and down roller coaster of emotions and how emotions impact our physical body is unbelievable. Now, in no way am I wanting to dole out any medical advice or say that I have all this figured out because I definitely do not but I do know this. I know that when we are in a state of um, anger, when we are in a state of anxiety, depression, frustration, all of those things, sadness, when they are not processed, when we are not working through those things, they manifest in our physical bodies. And so for me, I started to realize that I was having health issues because of that. And so the reset for me became in really getting aware of what it was that I was not processing through. And it was also changing my habits And that was a slow process, but I decided that it was worth it. I'm not rushing the process. I'm in the middle of the process. I actually did this uh, 30 day reset with some friends. We're just about to finish up, but I've decided to keep going because I feel really great. And I've eliminated some foods out of my eating plan and I'm feeling less foggy. I am feeling more energetic. I am not feeling as though I have any cravings and I'm not limiting myself in the way that um, would be maybe kind of a bad thing in the future, like if I ate bread or potatoes or chocolate cake, because I'm allowing myself to eat some of these things in moderation so that my body learns to adjust to a new way of living and a new way of being, which also encompasses being more active, moving. So there's kind of three things that I've been focusing on when it comes to my body and it comes to prioritizing my physical health, which is processing through my emotions. It also means really paying attention to what am I eating and how am I sleeping and really uh, how am I moving? And it's not about being strict about it. It's just about being very, very mindful because I have realized that over this year, the amount of things that we've had to go through with COVID, with things in the world, with you know, processing how I have reacted to those things in the world have reacted to being in isolation, being away from people I love, all of that has had a major, major impact on my body. Confidence is not something we're born with. It's something we learn. Let me ask you a question. Do you feel as though you are poised to make an impact, but you feel like you're bumping up against obstacle every single time you try and do something? It's not that you don't know what you want to do. In fact, you probably already know exactly what it is that you want to do. There's just something that doesn't seem right and you know you're out of alignment. It's time for you to take your power back, to elevate your mindset and transform how you see yourself living out your purpose and potential. I mean imagine if you could really embody the most authentic version of yourself and then all of a sudden doors started to open And you started making decisions that align with your core values, maybe even land your dream job, or you begin to take imperfect action instead of sitting on things, waiting for them to happen. And you create this massive momentum. What if you escape the comparison trap once and for all and start living like you are enough and that there is enough to go around? It's time for you to let go of that fear that you're not going to get it right, and start moving towards your dream. Friend, I have a brand new course that I'm offering called Elevate. It's all about transforming your mindset. When you go to my website at andreacrisp.ca forward slash elevate, you're going to see an introductory offer for the month of December, what is regularly $197 for the course, is going to be $97 and all you have to do is enter the code word podcast when you're checking out and you are going to have the course for $97. I am so excited for you to just really get truly aligned to your vision and elevate your mindset for 2021. The second one that I really, really had a huge, I can't emphasize this enough, a huge, huge reset is in my emotional health. And I wanted to segue into emotional health because I was just talking about emotions. But for a long time as a coach, I have been working with my clients on mindset. And if you've ever listened to me have talk, you will hear that I talk a lot about overcoming limiting beliefs, really pulling back the curtain and discovering you know, what's behind the curtain in your life. Like what is that thing that you're trying to disguise or hide and sometimes it's buried pretty deep and it can be a root that just needs to be pulled out or it can be something that you know of that you just don't want to deal with but those emotions they really play um, a big part in our lives and so um, I knew that I had to deal emotionally I really needed to work out some soul work which is mind will and emotions so your mind is, you know, where you're making decisions and processing, your will is your choices, and of course your emotions, you know what they are. But they all play in tandem. But when I started to do a little bit more research, one of my friends, Sherry, actually turned me on to the most amazing app that I would 100% endorse. Of course, I'm not getting any <laughs> um, any payment or anything from this, but It's the 21 Day Brain Detox by Dr. Carolyn Leaf, and it's through the Switch app. Now, I'll tell you this. It has completely, completely revolutionized my thinking. It has revolutionized how I perceive my life, how I perceive things in my life. I started back in about mid-August. So we got through the summer, things were happening, lots was going on. I was kind of feeling really down and anxious and depressed. I had a phone call with my friend Sherry, and she said, You know what, Andrea, like, why don't you try this? And to be honest with you, I was like, At first, I was like, You know what? I know what to do. I'm a coach, I work with mindset all the time. I was like, <laughs> I think about it now, and I think to myself, Geez, Andrea, come on, you know, like, as if you know everything. I totally do not know everything. I definitely don't know everything. So I downloaded this app and like day two, day three, I was just thinking to myself, this is a game changer. She walks you through um, how your brain works. It's all based on neuroscience. And it's not only just talking about the conscious mind, the subconscious, but she she talks about this thing called the non-conscious, the non-conscious mind. It's her um, South African accent. And it's something that I've never heard of before. And she talked about how you can rewire your brain. And she walks you through the process within a 21-day time period. Now, I am currently in my seventh cycle. I have kept going for seven cycles of 21 days and I have been tackling seven different mindset issues and I have no intention on stopping anytime soon because I'll tell you what, it completely shifted how I was thinking about this year, how I was thinking about my life, how I was thinking about business, how I was thinking about so many areas of my life. I couldn't even, I'd have to do another podcast just to talk about all of the things that I've learned, but some of the topics that uh, I covered just in the 21-day detox were about control. They were about approval. They were about success. Um, I did a whole cycle on um, my body, and I did a, a cycle on money, and uh, I, I'm still going strong. There's still more to go, and and I just really want to unpack. Some of the things that I have believed to be true that were just perceptions, they were stored long-term memory that have now been changed. And I'm so, so, so grateful. So if you have a chance, make sure that you download this 21-Day Brain Detox by Dr. Carolyn Leaf. Now, the third one, and this is something I've also talked extensively about on the podcast, and I wasn't really sure, honestly, that I was ready to talk about it yet because it's been something that has been like kind of an open wound for me. And throughout this year, with everything that's gone on in the world, especially within the U.S. political climate, with evangelicals and the, the different things going on, I've been feeling really, really triggered because... I started my faith deconstruction back about a year or so ago and it has led me to really unpack a lot of things but back a few months ago I decided that it was time for me to seek out a therapist and to really go through some of the things that I've been feeling Um, some of the things that I've gone through and to unpack those things to get some healing in that area and one of the main reasons why I went to my therapist and this is just being completely candid and honest with you is I just said to her I just don't feel any kind of spiritual connection anymore like I know and that there is a God I acknowledge that but I said I just don't feel it I don't sense it and as I've said before, I'm very intuitive, empathic, discerning. I've always felt God. And for some reason, I was not feeling God anymore. And it was time for me to just really get um, an understanding about what that looked like in my life and to reconnect spiritually. It meant asking some tough questions and it meant really diving deep into theological beliefs that I had once held and, and being honest with friends about that. And and even over um, one of my weekends away with some friends, I was really honest about where I was at spiritually. And before it would have felt as though I was like at a deficit when, when I was talking about it, because everybody else believes this and I believe something completely different. But this time it felt like owning my story. It felt a lot more like being myself and being okay with what I've gone through, being okay with what I'm learning, being okay with this new way of living. And as I did that, and as I started to just own who I was and my story and the process that I'm going through spiritually, there was such a freedom. It like literally, it was like the doors swung wide wide open and I felt such a connection to God to the divine in a whole new way and it wasn't long after that actually that I was taking a walk and I was just listening I didn't have any music on or a podcast or anything and I was just kind of walking and it was silent and I felt as though this like still small voice kind of what I had um, experienced for many, many years in the Christ, Christian church about just really sensing and hearing God. And I started to realize it has nothing to do with any kind of religion. It's just that we hear God. We experience God in different ways. We experience God through emotions. We experience God through art, through creativity. We experience God through relationship. We experience God in, in ways that even we can't fathom and I have been opening myself up and creating space to experience the divine in a whole new way and realizing that I don't have to just relegate my experience to one thing. It doesn't have to be what I've relied on in the past and how I experienced God before but it can be a whole new way of experiencing God in my life. And it's a really, really beautiful thing. And so over the course of the past few months, I have started this process to reconnect spiritually. So for me, body, soul, and spirit have been a integral part of 2020 for me. And if I hadn't gone through the beginning of the year, like from January, where we were kind of just you know, going through life, going through the motions to like full stop in March, everything shifting in the world, everything changing, relationships changing, learning to process new things, learning new things, unlearning things, having to process all of these emotions and feeling it so, so deeply in my body and also in my soul and my spirit as well. I needed a reset. I needed to take that time away to step away from how I was living and really acknowledge that I need a reset. The way that I have been living my life for many years, I, I don't judge. I release those years. I think, you know what? They taught me so much about who I am. They taught me about what I needed to know in life. But the truth is, is that the gift of 2020 to reset body, soul, and spirit has probably been one of the most pivotal things in my life in changing not only how I perceive my body, but how I process what I'm thinking, how I see things about myself, about others, and about God. So friend, as you are wrapping up 2020. As you are taking this time the next, you know, few weeks to just be a little bit more introspective and just to say, you know what, this is what happened in my life in 2020, but how do I vision forward for 2021? What is that even going to look like? Can we get there? Is that a possibility for you? Absolutely. I 100% think that there are some amazing things in store for you. So I, of course, have a few takeaways that I want to leave you with. And I want you to be thinking about as you move forward throughout the next few weeks. So the first one is all about your physical health. So it is how can you be more deliberate about your body, about your physical health? Are there things you need to change What can you do to really press the reset button in your life? Don't wait. Like, don't wait till January 1st to get a jump on this. This is something that needs to happen for you now and be a lifestyle change, a change in your life that will really, really make a difference. And if it's processing your emotions, if it is working on what you're eating or how you're moving, or even how you perceive your body, I think it's so, so important. The second question is, is there something that you are avoiding emotionally? (laughs) I know that sounds like a really, really loaded question, and it probably is. But are you trying to push away something that you need to spend a bit more time on accepting, acknowledging, and releasing. Because I think even for myself, as I look back, it was about realizing that anger is okay. Righteous anger is actually going to serve me, but I need to process through it and I need to understand it and I need to be okay with it. And that always starts with accepting it first. And then the third one is, do you feel disconnected to the divine? Do you feel like you've lost your relationship with God? Maybe you've never even had one or you just don't even think of yourself as a spiritual person, which I don't probably assume that many people who are listening to this episode are in that camp, because I think if you listen to this, you are probably a spiritual person. And, and but maybe you've been going through something, and maybe you've kind of just thought, you know, where is God in all of this? And I don't know. And maybe I feel a lot different about things than I have once felt. And I question it, and I don't know what to do about it. And I don't know where I stand. I don't understand on the church. I don't know where I stand on God. I don't understand all these things. These are all very, very normal, valid questions to ask yourself. So I want to ask you this what would it look like for you to establish? a new relationship with the divine and to explore that in your life. So friend, as we go through the next few weeks, as we are really talking about what we've learned, how we've grown in 2020, what has all happened, I hope that you will set aside a little bit of time, not just to plan out, be strategic about next year but also take a look back at what has been acknowledge the gift that 2020 has given you and even if it's hard even if it feels a little bit painful this year has been offering you something and when you realize that when you recognize that and you lean into that that is when things start to change and shift in your life this year has been all about resetting and we still have work to do, body, soul and spirit. Friend, I want to say thank you for hanging out with me. I'm so glad that we got to spend this time together in this last series of 2020. I really hope that you will take the time, that you will set aside the time to do these reflective questions, to just get really honest with yourself so that you can make some some changes in your life and that maybe even some of the work that needs to be solidified can kind of be solidified throughout the the remaining part of 2020 and it's all about resetting and we're talking about resetting our body soul and spirit but next week we're actually going to be talking about how that looks in our professional life our career our business in our collaborative Creative endeavors as entrepreneurs, as business owners, as artists, as performers, in all of the ways that we use our gifts and talents in the world. We're going to talk about that and how we can take a look back, some of the things that I've learned personally, and how we can vision forward in 2021. And of course, as always, I would love to have a conversation with you, so make sure that you connect with me over on Instagram. And friend, so here's something new. I just changed my Instagram handle. It's now Andrea Crisp Coach. I decided to finally let go of my Atmos Crispy handle. It was something that I had had for a really, really long time. It was time to take the leap and make a big shift. And so that's part of resetting for me in 2020. But you can find me over at Andrea Crisp Coach on Instagram as well as on Facebook. Loved hanging out with you. Until next time, remember, you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of The Courage Gas, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review. And while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crilly.